This is Making Shift Happen, and I'm your host, Jen Cates. Over the years, I've coached hundreds of clients to find their ideal self through the way they nourish their bodies and minds, and now I'm here to help pass on these same strategies to you. So let's stop the madness and get your results once and for all. Let's go. Hello, hello, friend. Welcome to episode 90, how to fit in bike skills training. So... This is an exciting one, fam, because I fielded some questions to my supporters and followers, and this topic was a very popular one. I mean, very. And I have to say, I have a hunch that it sounds like many of you may not really know how or not really even when to fit in your skills work with all of your, I don't know, life's responsibilities, (laughs) including when the hell you bike and train? Because if you're already doing everything, going to work, sleeping, eating, you know, taking care of the kids, taking care of yourself, going to school, going to work, whatever it is for you. And then on top of that, doing your own biking and training and things like that, it could be difficult for you to figure out when the hell to fit in skills work. Because I think all too often we each know, like for me, I know what skills I need to work on for sure. And I'm sure there's other skills that I need to work on, but I feel like I definitely have a list of like precursor skills that I should be working on a little bit more. Uh, Case in point, track standing a little bit more. Yeah, I can hold track stands fairly well, but it would be beneficial for me to be able to, uh, you know, perform them a little bit more regularly and things like that. So lo and behold, yeah, I think it would be beneficial for me to work on them a little bit more often. All right. Now, there's other skills, sure. And I'm sure that you have an idea of what skills you want to work on as well. And that's cool because that to me is half the battle. But then you have all these skills work that you want to do and you want to work on because you want to get better at biking. You want to become a better cyclist. But then it's like, when the hell are you going to do it? You're already going out for rides. You're already trying to get in your training, especially if you're in the Shred Strong program, what have you it can really become quite a bit of stuff to focus on. And that's one reason I really wanted to take the time and, and focus on this and talk about this topic because it was brought up for a reason. And I feel like, you know, it was definitely a common thing that folks talked about for a reason. And I want to fix that for you. Or at least I want to help it. First of all, I have to say, the all or nothing mentality is not doing you any favors. And that is really, I think the, the ultimate thing and the ultimate reason why folks don't necessarily work on their bike skills training as much as they'd like, because it's that all or nothing mentality of, I have to do everything. I have to do all my skill work and I have to do it for all the time in, in, and that just makes you bonkers. It makes you absolutely wild in the mind. Instead of thinking of all or nothing, I really can't emphasize enough the all or something mentality. Doing something, doing some sort of skill work is definitely better than doing no skill work. Of course, this is barring that you feel good that day, your energy is good, you know, all of that. As long as all of that is your ducks are in a row, more more or less, so to speak, then great. You should be able to fit in some bike skills training and make the time. The thing is, is that all too often folks, and I hear it time and time again, 
I don't have enough time to work on this. Okay, well, do you have five minutes? Like, are you spending five minutes scrolling? Are you spending five minutes watching something on Netflix? Are you spending five minutes doing something else? And that's not to say that you're not supposed to be scrolling and not supposed to be on Netflix. No, but if you... If it's a priority to you, if, if doing some sort of bike skills training is a priority to, for you and any type of training, then you will try your best to make that a priority to you that week, at some point that week. And I think that abandoning the all or nothing thinking mentality is really going to be beneficial for you and trying to embrace and go towards the all or something mentality instead. So nothing versus something, there's a big difference. And I want to go ahead and say, as a mountain biking coach, you don't need a lot of time. You don't need a lot of time really to do a lot of things. And I I can't emphasize enough how much you can do in just a few minutes, one to two days a week. It can make a huge difference, a huge difference. I mean, how I see a huge difference in folks when they come to my skills clinics through Vita MTP series or solo clinics with Comba or any other organization that I'm involved with, I can't tell you how often we can go over one basic skill and we're doing one to two, just one to two little rounds of it. And the difference in their capabilities and abilities between that first time that they're doing that and they're testing it out and they're sessioning it versus the next time. And that is only just a couple of minutes difference. So if that doesn't encourage you enough, I don't know. I really don't know what else to tell you, except maybe thinking that your hesitation for doing some sort of skill work might be based on your watching somebody else doing skill work. Maybe that's online. Maybe that's a pro. Maybe that's a friend of yours or your best friend or something like that. And maybe you're watching them do all of the skill work and they do it countless times a day or countless times a week. And you're thinking, well, I can't, I'm not able to do that. I, I can't do that. I don't really want to do that. I don't want to spend my time doing all of that. I want to do skill work, but I don't need, I don't want to do it every day, all day. Right. But you're thinking that what, that what you need to do is what they're doing. And that comparison syndrome, along with the all or nothing mentality is not doing you any favors. All right. That's my only thing that I can think of is that it could be the all or nothing mentality uh, or comparison syndrome, comparisonitis, like I talked about a few episodes ago. I'll link that in the show notes if you haven't heard or listened to that episode because I really can't emphasize the importance enough because you're going to compare yourself to others. That's just natural. That is just a human, natural, natural human trait. However, I want to change the way that you approach how you compare yourself. And what, what's your mindset going in and out of that approach to comparing yourself? Okay. All right. I'm going to, I'm going to try not to tangent. I have my notes right, you know, in front of me here in my hand and I've already tangented twice, but it's important for me to kind of lay the ground rule. Now, the other, the third option of why you might not be doing any bike fit, you know, bike fit skills. Oh my gosh. How you might not be fitting in bike skills training and things like that is not only all or nothing mentality, not only comparisonitis, but it could be that you just don't know what the hell to work on. And that's fine. That's going to be step number one that we're going to talk about here in a second. All right. So let me, let me break it down. All right. Because you know how you, what's this saying? How you eat an elephant is one bite at a time, which I know sounds awful, but like, I think sometimes we look at this 
big hairy goal that we have and it's the huge elephant in the room, right? It's big ass elephant. And that's our goal that we're trying to go after and we're trying to seek. But what's happening is we're overwhelmed because we want to have that entire big goal, that big elephant of a goal. And then we get really overwhelmed with what the hell steps we need to take in order to even get there. And I really just want to boil it down. So again, just remind yourself when I go through this, you have to eat an elephant one bite at a time. You have to, you have to get after your goal one step, one tiny bite at a time. Okay. So first thing that you should do, this is most important and to lay the foundation for all of this is to choose which skills you want to work on. You know, like I said earlier for me, track standing. Yeah. I think that would be really beneficial, beneficial for me to work on more consistently and more regularly. Um, but whatever, it could be something different for you, but it is best to choose something that you feel will bring the biggest change to your riding for your goals on two wheels. All right. Think about what your goals are. Maybe it's to ride steeper sections of, you know, a certain trail, like a downhill park, or maybe it's for you to do more distance, or maybe it's for you to do something else. Who knows? Then it's going to be something like working on your pedal stroke. If you're looking for distance, trying to get as many Watts as you can out of those pedal strokes, trying to make that pedal stroke as even as possible. That's a skill work. Direct standing can also help with that actually. Um, you know, doing steep sections. Great. Your body position on the bike. That's going to be a skill that you want to work on, especially on the downhill. Bike handling. Huge, huge. There's endless types of skills that you can work on. But I will say more than often, a lot of the bike skills that you're going to focus on are going to be things like balancing on the bike, like track standing, doing bike body separation skills, going forward, backwards, fore and aft, going side to side, moving that bike laterally underneath you, um, you know, doing some sort of rotational turns, doing ratcheting around a cone, uh, you know, that also helps with track standing too doing uh, downhill, like sections, technical sections, doing uphill sections, doing wheel lifts, front and and rear wheel lift. (laughs) That's a hard thing to say, rear wheel lift. Doing level lifts, doing bunny hops, doing wheelies, manuals, things like that. It's going to be huge. These things are huge. And there's endless options for bike skills that you can work on, all right? You can even do a bike skill, uh, work on cornering. That's one of my favorite things to work on. I know that. Think about it. Think about what what you want to work on. What are your goals? What trails do you want to accomplish? What are some races that you have in mind maybe next year, or maybe some events that you have in mind next year, maybe some trails that you have in mind that you want to really crush next year or now or next week, depending on where you are in the world seasonally. But yeah, think about what your goals are and then break them down. What are some skills that you really should work on that maybe are some gaps for you? Um, and I, uh, my word choice is, is very uh, specific. So I, I probably shouldn't have said, shouldn't have said, should. You know, what are some bike skills that you should work on? What are some bike skills? I'm going to rephrase that and say, what are some bike skills that you want to work on? All right. These aren't things that you have to work on and should work on because I don't want you to shut all over yourself and feel like you have to, and it's a necessity. I want you to do these things. These should be things that you want to do. All right. So again, first things first, choose which skills you want to work on. All right. Got it. Got it. Good. All right. Number two, decide when you want to work on these skills. This is fairly obvious, right? But you do have a few ideal times to work from when it comes to working on skills. That is before your bike rides, 
after your bike rides, during your bike rides, or as standalone times in your week. Maybe not on the same day that you ride or lift, you know, do any type of strength training or do another activity. Maybe it's just going to be a standalone activity, right? So think about that. You can do your skill work as a standalone activity, which I think is something that we all too often gravitate towards. And that's probably where the all or nothing and comparisonitis, you know, type of syndromes get uh, kind of thrust into our mind. And instead, I really want you to think about maybe showing up to the trailhead 10 minutes early, 15 minutes early, get your bike gear on, get on your bike and just do some parking lot drills or do some drills right at the trailhead, whatever, you know, pop a curb, do some wheel lifts off a curb that's nearby. Whatever you can think about doing, sneak it in. So before a ride, you can do it. You can do it then. After a ride, that's a perfect time to do it. Again, parking lot drills, you know, popping a curb, doing something in the park nearby, something like that, right? Now, during your ride, this is also when you can maybe session some things, session some sections that are challenging for you. This is when you can do that skill work during the actual ride, okay? So think about those times, again, before a bike ride, afterwards, during your bike rides, or again, as a standalone time in your week or day or what have you, when you can just spend a few minutes doing that. And then the third step here is to decide to decide how long you want to commit to doing the skill work. Again, don't think about your best friend who's doing it for an hour a day. Don't think about the pro that you follow, who you love to death and look up to, Don't think about them doing this skill work for hours a day. I mean, keep in mind, they're a professional athlete. They're getting paid copious amounts of money to do this. Sometimes not so copious amounts of money, especially if you're a female athlete, which that's a whole other topic. I won't go down right now. Um, But yeah, think think about how long you want to spend. How long are you able to spend? I think that's probably the the more important question to ask is how long are you able to spend on these skills? And then how long do you want? to to commit to doing the skill work? What's feasible for you? The goal here is to aim for at least a few minutes of skill work, but don't go wild and do it for hours on end, or you might even risk overtraining or getting burnt out or things like that. Okay. You're going to enjoy You're not going to enjoy the sport. You're not going to enjoy the sport that you love. So try to do something that you're able to do. You're capable of doing time-wise and, and then decide how long you can commit to that. And how long you want to commit to that. And that's it. That's really it. That is going to be the best way for you to fit in these bike skills training efforts. Again, just focus on one bite at a time, one skill at a time, one thing at a time. First of all, choose what skills you want to work on. Go from there. Second of all, decide when you want to work on these skills. Again, it could be a standalone time. It could be before or after or during your rides. Those are going to be the basic times that you have And I will say fitting them in around your bike rides, that's probably going to be the easiest for you. My, I'm going to come back to this tip number two here in a second after I recap here in a second, but third step, again, decide how long you want to commit to doing the skill work. All right. How long are you able to commit to it? And how long do you want to commit to it? All right. Those could be two separate numbers. Now, let me backpedal a little bit here. Pun intended. Actually, it wasn't intended. It was totally accidental. Um, I'm going to claim it as a, an intention though. So let me backpedal here for a second on that second tip here. When we're talking about deciding when you want to work on these skills, I will go ahead and say that sometimes, yeah, thinking about doing skill work as a standalone time in your week and day and month and things like that, separate from your training and your biking 
can feel probably a little overwhelming at first. And I just want to go ahead and say that that doesn't necessarily have to be the case. I want you to think about these breaks in your day to do skill work, depending on where you work. I know some of you, you have jobs that require you to be in scrubs and to be clean and not greasy and not sweaty and stinky. I totally get it. But think about what are some times that uh, maybe you can take a break from work and work on yourself and work on something that will, first of all, give you more energy for when you get back into work or school or whatever you're doing, will make you feel better, will make you feel less stressed. Like, think about it. I think I think sometimes we need to change how we approach the skill work instead of like a chore, kind of like I talked about the other week about workouts and how we approach mentally how we mentally approach workouts, we think of it as like something we have to do and it's a chore and it's an errand, right? But instead it's something that can actually bring us joy and bring us so much just refreshing energy. And I think sometimes we forget that. So remind yourself that the skill work is actually fun. That's what it's supposed to be. It's supposed to be fun. And it's supposed to be something that you're enjoying doing. You know, don't beat yourself up over something if you're not able to be, if you're not able to get it. Because, I mean, were you, when, of course, you're not going to remember the answer to this, but when you first learned how to walk, did you like immediately learn how to walk right out of the gate? Hell no. I mean, unless you're like a freak child, I guess. But most of the time, kids, they have to fall down repeatedly. Now, of course, that's not me saying that I want you to fall down while you're doing skill work, but it is something that I don't want you to think that you're going to be really good at it right out of the gate. Sometimes you will, maybe, but be patient with yourself, be gentle with yourself, give yourself some grace and keep showing up when it comes to the skills training that you want to work on. Okay. Now, some little caveats here is I don't want you to get overzealous. It's again, it's not all or nothing. It's just all or something. So try to get something in. So if you have to skip a day or maybe a few days or even a week or a few weeks of skill work, that's okay. Again, be gentle with yourself. The skill work is not going anywhere. Sometimes you just have seasons of life that you need to respect and some days you're just not going to be able to have the energy and the wherewithal to actually do these things, okay? I will also make a plug here and it's not even a plug for me. It's a plug for other folks, but let me let me go ahead and talk freely here. If you feel that you need some guidance or especially if you need some accountability, then seek out a local mountain bike coach to help you stay focused. I know I'm available in the Denver area. I have Tori Royal who's available in the Denver area. We, and also Fort Collins and Breckenridge and all this other stuff. She's, she's more able to kind of drive around a little bit. Um, but there are some really skilled coaches who are available throughout the country. I do have, uh, some coaches in my network that if you're interested in that and you live maybe in Seattle area or something like that, Hey, reach out to me. Let me know. Shoot me a DM on Instagram. Ask, Jen, do you happen to have a coach in the area that I could work with? Let me know. You know, Kayla Carlson, I'm going to plug her. She is a coach here in the Evergreen area in Colorado, kind of near Denver. Fantastic person, has awesome energy. If maybe meeting someone in person is not cost effective for you or it doesn't work with your schedule or whatever, right? You don't need an excuse. It just might not work for you. That's fine. Maybe consider getting an online coach. Joanna Yates is a phenomenal online coach. She does a, a like four week, maybe it's 30 day. I don't know. It's 28 or, or 30 day 
um, online bootcamp program for bike skills. I don't even know what it's called off the top of my head right now, but I will plug that in the show notes as well as the interview that I did with her episode 28 about overcoming fear on and off the bike with Joanna Yates. I really recommend giving that episode a listen. I'm going to again, tag it in the show notes, but give Joanna Yates a follow on Instagram. She's phenomenal. She's really just full of so much knowledge. She's in Sheridona, uh, Arizona, AKA Sedona, Arizona, and she's just an awesome individual. And I would love to have you all support her in her endeavors with her online coaching. And, uh, I really love her, her approach because she created something that is very much like what I had in mind to create, um, which is like an everyday type of, uh, you have a daily skill that you're working on for about 20 to 30 days and you keep progressing that as you go on. And, and I love it. I definitely love that, but I'm going to go ahead and plug me too. If you want to focus on your strength conditioning, hell join the shred strong program. We're getting started October 10th, just a few days from, from the day that this is going to be released this episode. So check the show notes to learn more about the shred strong program. And then also to join again, it's not more than $49 a month, which you cannot beat especially as attentive as I am to my team of badasses. Seriously, I love you all. I I loved meeting everyone at Rome Fest, uh, as well as at recent events, you know, here in the Denver area. Just, I love getting a good squeeze of a hug in with you all and just meeting you all. And and it's pretty awesome because I, some folks I've worked with for a year and I just haven't met in person, but I kind of feel like I know them (laughs) just based on social media. And then they also feel the same way, uh, just based on social media and some videos that I post in the private groups and on the app that delivers these workouts to you. So much love to you all. Seriously. I love my shred strong program. Again, if you want to learn more, check the show notes for now, I want you to just focus on whatever the hell you can fit in, in terms of your bike skills training. Remember, abandon that all or nothing and really embrace that all or something mentality. And I will see you next week. Much love to you, friend, and huge high fives and hugs. 